Hello all and welcome to Recruiting and Hiring Made Easy, the podcast. This is Jen and today's episode is going to tell a little bit about the future. No, but seriously, today we're talking about the different predictions for 2021. And what these are based on is insight into different industries, uh, reading about what's been going on in business and seeing things from the past, the present, and just kind of going into the future. So these are just educated predictions for 2021. So if you are interested, go grab a pen and paper and write them down so that you'll have them for later when you're doing your recruiting and hiring processes and keep them in mind because they're not only good for 2021, but they're also good for the future as well. So before we dive head in into the predictions of this year and beyond, I wanted to make just a few quick announcements. First and foremost, thank you so much for your support. This podcast has over a thousand listens so far, and it's only growing. And I am so honored that you have decided that, first of all, that recruiting and hiring is important for your business and that it is something essential that you need to learn about. So just recognizing that, and also the fact that you are entrusting me with your time and your effort and your energy and wanting to just learn more about recruiting and hiring is something I'm very passionate about. And hopefully you see that. But also, ultimately, I want you to realize that recruiting and hiring is not as complicated as it may seem that towards the end of this, if you are just setting up your process or kind of understanding the whole recruiting and hiring process and trying to get into it and or maybe just trying to change a few things that you at the very, at the end will say, wow, this was so easy. I can't believe it hasn't been pointed out before. <laughs> so um, I was really leery about starting this podcast in the first place because there's really nothing out there to explain to employers how to recruit and hire simply or at all. So I thought, you know, I, I could just be talking to myself. I could be talking to 10 people. I have no idea. So I really appreciate you. And uh, if you subscribe, thank you so much. You can always click that subscribe button on whatever podcast uh, medium you are using. And I just, I really appreciate you. So thank you so much. I really value you. Uh, Second of all, if you are on Pinterest, I am setting up my Pinterest uh, page as we speak. So you can follow me on uh, uh, Jen Swenson. Uh, Just search for me. You'll find me. You'll see the same picture as I'm using here uh, for the podcast. So uh, if you have any questions, you can always uh, just confirm that. Or you can always just contact me here. That's fine too. But uh, yeah, we're going to be putting all of the podcast episodes there, any blogs, um, all that kind of good stuff. And just really quick information, kind of like the heart to heart episodes where it's just kind of some some quick information that you can utilize right now. So uh, let's go ahead and dive in. All right. So a few disclaimers before we get into all this. 
uh, there is nothing sponsored in this episode. So if I happen to drop uh, any kind of brand or anything like that, I'm not getting paid for it. This is just information that I use and it's just to help you. So please know nothing sponsored. There's no money getting in changing hands here whenever I mention anything. So um, also too, not downing anybody or any kind of company. Uh, I just want to give some examples. And so uh, I might need to use specifics, but um, I'm trying to avoid that to avoid any kind of uh, to help kind of save face, you know, we all make mistakes. And um, it's always important to keep up what you're doing, even in the face of adversity. So or if you just make a mistake and, you know, of course, everybody wants to call you out on it. So if there's anything like that, please know I'm not against anybody. I'm just trying to give you examples of maybe how not to do things or why I believe that these, these things are going to be important for 2020 or excuse me, 2021 and beyond. Um, and so, uh, just keep that all in mind. I'm not getting sponsored for any of this episode whatsoever. Also, too, these predictions are based on just information that's out there already. So I've been I've been around the block, so to speak, in recruiting and hiring. So I know I've I've seen things change and shift. And even though I haven't been actively recruiting over the last few years, it I've still kept up with the industry. I still kind of see what's going on and what's happening. I talk with candidates all the time and. I'm just constantly keeping in the recruiting community. So um, on both sides. So I kind of see, you know, not only the recruiting side, but also the candidate side. So I believe the candidate side is so important because that's ultimately who you're trying to reach. So I really like keeping in touch with candidates. And so a lot of these things are based on what have candidates have told me over 2020. So let's go ahead and let's seriously dive in this time. Okay. All right, so prediction number one is pretty obvious, but let's go ahead and just state it anyway. Virtual work, no longer a perk. All right, so poet didn't even know it, but <laughs> that's basically the gist of this point. So a lot of candidates are looking for virtual work. They're not ready to come back into an office setting yet, and that's okay. Your ideal candidate may not be okay sitting around in an office all day, with other people. And there's a lot of positions that we see as face to face. But if you really stop and think about it, and their their duties and their responsibilities, you can actually take them and make them virtual. A lot of industries have already been doing this IT customer service, uh, marketing, um, some sales, uh, they've been doing online. Um, so there's a lot of different opportunities that are available virtual assistants. I mean, those have been around for quite some time. So there's a lot of opportunity for you to be able to not only save on overhead with a brick and mortar, but, um, you're also able to get really good talent that is looking for virtual work. Now understand that, this means that the position itself has to be spelled out really well. So where we used to use the comfortable phrase, 
other duties as required, we kind of use this like catch all phrase of like, oh, here's, here's the main stuff, but we also want to make sure you understand there's other things too. So you can still use that in your job postings, but we need to be much more clear and have a clear idea of what these positions are. We need to be able to see what the day-to-day looks like and really be more specific because working virtually, you don't get the perk of being able to go just to somebody up to their desk and say, hey, can you show me how to do this? We're having to depend on technology. We're having to depend on Wi-Fi. We're having to depend on, um, you know, basically working independently, but also depending on others, which is a newer concept for a lot of industries. So basically, the key to remember here is that virtual work is not so much a perk anymore as it is an option for just about any position that you're going to be posting for. So let's remember that part. Also, um, realize that the more specific you are, especially about location, you're going to get better qualified candidates. Because when you do virtual work, you're opening up your position to worldwide candidates. So if you're more specific and saying, hey, only local candidates will be um, considered or something, something to that nature, you're going to get better qualified, more uh, candidates of what you're looking for. The next prediction for 2021 and beyond is something I have talked about so much that I feel like y'all are like, really, when are you going to stop talking about it? Probably never, just a heads up. Employer branding. Employer branding is a huge, huge, huge thing that needs to be done in 2021 and beyond. It needs to be the top of your marketing priority. So I know you're, you're working on getting clients, um, you know, always increasing sales or continuing to uh, make clients happy and just keeping who you have. But even if you're not looking to grow your business this year, or in the near future, having a history of good content is necessary. And here's why. Candidates are, again, they're looking virtually. So they will see a job posting. The first thing that they're going to do is visit your website. If you don't have that up to date, they're going to go, if they go anywhere, they're going to look at Facebook. They're going to look at LinkedIn. um, They're also going to look anywhere. They're just going to Google you and they're going to find out where you are. So if your content hasn't been updated in probably the last, I'd say a couple of weeks, um, maybe 30 days, then they're not going to consider you. So that could really hurt you when you're looking for your ideal candidate. So make sure that your, your social media is up to date, post at least once a week. Um, I know that sounds like a lot, but, uh, if you're comfortable with only one platform, do that one platform, but do it consistently. Make sure that your website's up to date. If you have a website that you haven't worked on in a while, now's the time to do it. Because like I said, candidates are really looking to, um, to, to get information about your company. The problem right now is that spammers are on the, the loose right now. They are rampant. And so they are taking advantage of candidates everywhere. So I don't know of any candidate that has not gotten a spammer and either fallen for a spammer or almost fell for a spam because 
they did the research and they started seeing things that were inconsistent and they didn't see that it was a viable option. So they just kind of stopped the process. Um, we want to make sure that we're not taking advantage of candidates, that candidates, they're, they're very leery. They're very cynical. So we want to make sure we give, as an employer, no opportunity for a candidate to ever say is a spam. And and keeping up your social media, keeping up your website presence, that's going to be really important to your ideal candidate. And while we're on the topic of the website or your website, um, let's talk about your careers page. Now, if you're saying, well, I don't have one, it's time to get one. So I know we've talked about this before in the past on different episodes, but even if you don't plan on recruiting um, anytime soon, if you're still just learning the basics just to learn for the future, that's fine. But if you do a job posting, you always want to make sure um, even if it's on a national board, if it's on a big job board, you always want to make sure you post it on your website as well. This helps the candidate understand that it is a legit position, that we're not just being spammed, that that they're not, um, that we're not spamming, that we're not being, you know, weird or, or fishing for their information. We are legitimately in need of a candidate. So, when you are not looking, why should you have a careers page? Well, it first of all, it helps with your branding. But second of all, it also shows that even if you don't have anything available, you can always write down or write down, listen to me, welcome to 1990, right? But you can always um, add in information about the different type of positions you'll be looking for in the future. So maybe you're a um, mortar, brick and mortar fashion um, accessories business. And, um, you know, you might be looking for sales consultants or uh, buyers or anything like that. You know, I mean, whatever the case may be, um, or influencers, even you're looking for Instagram and influencers, um, that that kind of stuff, you can write out and just say, hey, you know, these are the type of positions will be considering in the future. And so you can just write it out. You can start your database. It's as easy as filling out a Google form. All you have to do is set it up, get the link and paste it onto your website. A little bit of information about the position that you're looking for or could be, you know, in the future and uh, just obtaining information and that's it. So it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't have to go into one of the bigger companies like Coca-Cola or Red Bull, um, you know, anything like that. You don't have to go into those, those huge cultures and, and, or the big, uh, the big websites where they talk about culture and history and all that stuff. Just putting something up on your website is legit enough. So, uh, it can be a one page thing, a couple sentences for each position and just a Google form. And that's it. And this kind of leads me, it all kind of ties together, <laughs> this whole episode. Um, communication is going to be a huge deal. Now, like I said, there are a lot of candidates out there. The reason for it is because they've gotten laid off due to COVID. The companies have shut down because of COVID. There's a lot of different reasons why you're going to see a lot of candidates. And so there's going to be a huge opportunity here for you to show who you are as an employer and branding through communication. 
whether it is a hard no set to a candidate saying, hey, you know, we appreciate you applying, but unfortunately you don't have the skills we're looking for, um, all the way up to, hey, you know, we're reviewing your, your, your resume, we'll get back to you. Candidates are begging for communication. All they want to know is, do they have to keep looking or are they being considered? That's all that they want to know. They just want to be informed. They are literally going on a job boards, searching for jobs, applying like crazy to any and everything they can, and they don't hear anything from anyone. They may get an automated system saying, hey, your resume has been received, but that's it. They have no clue what's happening with their resume. So it's kind of going off into this abyss. So communication is going to be huge this year and beyond. Um, again, talked about this a lot. This is not new information, but these are still things that are issues for candidates. And so you don't want to lose that ideal candidate just because you're trying to save some time. So it's easy enough to create a template um, of, of an email, even if you're doing this all manually from a spreadsheet, you can still create some kind of a template saying a hard no, um, a, you know, we, we got your resume, we'll, we'll review it, let you know, um, whether it's, we want to talk to you further, when can you schedule things? I mean, there's so many different steps to recruiting that it's easy to overlook the simplicity of communication. So best to always do emails. Um, you can text. Uh, sometimes, a lot of times, actually, spammers will use text. So uh, make sure that you've got good communication already established with a candidate before you start texting too much. So make sure that you start with emails um, with your website so that they can go in and double check to make sure you're legit. Start up that line of communication. Let them know, hey, I'm reviewing your, your resume. Um, here's what I like about it. Do you want to talk? Uh, you know, hey, just reviewed your resume. Didn't, didn't find what I needed. Thanks for applying. You know, we'll keep you in mind. Give them something, though. Let them know the whole process during the, the process. Let them know what you're doing and where they are in that whole process. They will appreciate it. And they could become future customers, you never know, or they could also become future employees. So either way, it's good for you. So this one kind of shifts gears a little bit, because now we're going to be talking about job hoppers. And job hopper is somebody that is taking a position just to have in the meantime, while they're looking for another position. So a lot of fears about it from employers is that you spend all this time and invest all this money and energy and effort into one candidate and a couple months later down the road, they just leave with that information just because they wanted to get the information and they had their sights on something different. So job hopping isn't going to be as much of an issue. Now it's, it's still going to be out there, but it's not going to be as rampant as it has been. I don't see a candidate that has been applying to, I'm not even kidding you, thousands of jobs that finally gets into a good company that communicated well with them, that's legit, that was clear with what they wanted. I do not see job hopping as being a big issue. Now, being thinking that, that it's not going to happen, 
not really wise, but it's not going to be as rampant as you think. So people are really looking and, and grateful for employers that are communicating with them, um, that are hiring them because they've been out of work or they've been through hard times that they've seen, hey, you know, now I'm more appreciative of whatever comes my way. So you're not going to see job hoppers as much. And again, a job hopper is just somebody that is looking for a job just to kind of fill a space in the meantime to keep getting a paycheck while they're looking for another job. Now I, as a former job hopper, I, I know what it's like to say, Hey, you know what? I know I'm too good for this job. I, I know it's just in the meantime, I just need something. But at this point, people are really looking to get with one employer to be employed there to get established and to really make their mark at one place. They really aren't interested in looking for, I guess, better opportunities, if you want to call it that. But they are looking to be employed. They want to invest into a, an employer if the employer will invest, invest in them. So keep that in mind. It is definitely a two-way street there. So as long as you're investing in them, they're going to invest in you and your business. All right. So last point here for 2021 and beyond predictions is uh, kind of, it kind of ties in with the job hopping, but you're going to see a lot of overqualified candidates coming through your, uh, your feed, uh, coming through your email because they are looking for work. So let's talk about this for a while because a lot of people are really nervous about talking to overqualified candidates. But keep in mind that overqualified candidates know that they're overqualified. This is not news to them. They are literally looking for work in anything that they can at this point. They don't care about their experience. They're coming in realizing that they're overqualified and they're nervous because they think you're going to overlook them and you're going in thinking they're going to want way too much money. So let's not, let's not make the assumption that they don't, that they aren't going to be interested in your position. This is a great opportunity for you to reach out and make some good communication with somebody. So let's assume that you get this great candidate, overqualified candidate that you think is just kind of looking for a job in the meantime. This overqualified candidate is just looking to work. They're looking to put their skills to use for your company. It's a win-win for everybody. Now, a lot of people maybe last year would have been kind of uh, on the, the national average for asking for a salary. As small business owners, you're probably not able to do that. And that's fine. So overqualified candidates may need to be explained that or um, you might need to explain that to them. However, that's not going to be a turnoff to them. A lot of them are going to be more willing, more flexible to accept other perks in place of the money. So if you maybe have a flexible work schedule or um, you are able to provide childcare or um, any kind of health insurance, anything like that, that's things, those are things that overqualified people are taking into consideration. If there is a big gap between 
their uh, previous pay or what their expected pay should be according to the national average and um, what you can offer them. So they're taking all that into consideration. I mean, how great would it be, though, if you got an overqualified candidate who can already not only do the job, but do it well, because they've already done it. I mean, that's awesome. So it's really a win win for everybody, because the overqualified candidate has been told so many times you're overqualified for this position. You don't this is not something that you're interested in, even though they've already applied, <laughs> you know, they're getting told by the company, no, you're you're not interested in this position. We, we already know. Um, they're making these assumptions for this candidate, but this candidate is looking to work and looking to invest in a company where they can put their skills to use and no one's giving them a chance. So don't overlook the, all, the, the overqualified because they are looking for work too. And just remember that, yes, you may not be able to pay them as much as a bigger company might, but you may be able to offer them something that bigger companies won't, which could be any kind of perk that you decide you want to offer them. So overqualified candidates are definitely a plus when you are looking for your ideal candidate. All right, so that's a lot of information for you. And I totally get it if if you needed something repeated or if I started getting all excited and talking fast. I know that's an issue I have. So let's do a recap. So let's talk about what to expect in the future when it comes to recruiting and hiring. So virtual work is not going to be seen as a perk anymore. It's going to be expected. So if you have a position that you're not sure of that can be made virtual, just go ahead and think about it and see, can this position be done virtually? If not a majority of the time, all the time. Employer branding needs to be a huge priority in your marketing plan. Make sure that all your your website is up to date. You've got a careers page. Um, You also are keeping up with your social media. Even if it's just posting once a week, you want to show you're active and that you are involved online because people are the candidates that you're looking for are searching you online. Communication is going to be a humongous deal and it has been this whole time, but it's going to be even more necessary now. And job hoppers aren't going to be as much of an issue. They're not going to go away. But they're also not going to be as big as they have been before. So if you've been burned by somebody that has taken a position because they're just looking for a, a what I call a an in-between job, uh, while they're looking for their ideal job, you're not going to see that as much. So let those fears kind of vanish away, be on the lookout for it, but it's not going to be as prevalent. And remember that overqualified candidates know what they're doing. They understand that they are overqualified for a position, but don't just assume that they are going to not accept the position or be interested because of the pay. If it's lower pay than what they're used to, they could be very interested. Otherwise they wouldn't be applying. So go ahead and chat with them, have a conversation, find out what they're, what they're trying to achieve and go from there, but let them decide if this is the position that they want to apply for and be considered for further on. 
So those are my predictions uh, for 2021 and beyond. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you received a lot of information from it. I know that we covered a lot of ground. So um, it's a really information packed uh, episode this, this, uh, this time, but um, really important information, especially going into the new year. A lot of people are starting up businesses. They're growing. This is a time of year when we all want to do things different than we did last year. So it's a really good time to talk about all this. If you're interested, um, you can always go and download some freebies on my website at genteague.com. And you can also email me at jenlteague at gmail. So anytime you have questions, if you need clarifications on anything, you can also make a comment here and um, I will always answer questions for you. So I'm here for you. I just want to help and uh, be of value to you and help you along your journey as you recruit and hire. So um, until next time, y'all, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. Um, go out and be a hiring hero, the one that you were meant to be. Talk to you soon.